Indianapolis. Go drop in. It's the moment y'all been waiting for. It's the show where Indy comes to talk. Open lines with Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle. We are Indy's hip-hop station. Hot 100.9. Hold up. And good morning to you, Indianapolis. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, coming to you live on Hot 100.9 and 106.7 WTLC on this Sunday, September 24th, 2023. Got to start the show out this morning with some happy birthdays. One, to my father, Carl Riddle, it is his birthday today, and it is a week of birthdays. My sisters, Lauren and Lindsay, y'all have heard about them over the years. Well, they are now 18 and 20 this week. So it is a big birthday week. Happy birthday to my girls. That is what makes me feel old because I literally was changing diapers and and making bottles and they are grown women, beautiful women. And I love them. So proud of them. So happy birthday, girls. Speaking of girls, we're going to spend a good portion of the show this morning talking about an organization that you will soon know as Lisa's Girls. It is an opportunity that is being created by a friend of mine, a local news anchor here in Indianapolis who is leaving us to go to the next chapter of her career, Wish TV's Alexis Rogers. You remember she came on the show actually three years ago um, when she was first coming into town and we introduced you right here to her on Open Lines. Well, now we will say goodbye to her, but she is leaving behind a legacy and a nonprofit called Lisa's Girls. We'll tell you exactly what that is and how it can benefit the girl in your home. Details on that coming up in just moments. Also, big news here at the radio station. Coming up on October 8th, that's two Sundays from now, we will host the first mayoral debate right here on 106.7 WTLC, AM 1310, 95.1, and right here on Hot 100.9. Mayor Joe Hogsett and Jefferson Tree will be live. We will be talking about the issues that, of course, matter to you. I'll be co-moderating with Oshia Boyd. And later in the show, I'm going to need something from you. And that is the questions that you have for Jefferson Shreve and Mayor Joe Hogsett. We're literally writing them down and we are putting them on the list to ask the candidates. We'll have you call in at the uh, around 830-239-1009. Details on that and what we need from you coming up at 830. We start the show off this morning um, talking with a friend who, like, you know, in this industry, there's so many people that you come across who come and go. They leave. You know, we come here, we do our two-year contract, three-year contract, and then we all go across the country. And and most of us stay in touch. We see each other at the National NABJ conference that I've told you all about that I go to every year. But some people become like actual true friends and we're gonna stay in touch one of those people uh is alexis rogers from wish tv she is leaving us y'all unfortunately that beautiful face that beautiful spirit beautiful soul that you see every day starting at four o'clock on wish tv is going on to the next chapter in her career but she's leaving something behind we're going to tell you about lisa's girl in a second alexis hey thank you for coming on the show listen i first of all this is so cool. Like, I mean, it wasn't until you just said it. I was like, was that three years ago? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was new. Mm-hmm. Like, I was new to Naptown. Mm-hmm. Like, new, new. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so excited that this will probably be one of my last interviews mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. It's just fitting because that's what family does, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what we do. But so honored to be here, Cam. 
I'm so proud of you. You know, you are leaving. Uh, I say then for the next chapter in your career, but um, one of the things that you and I have in common is we both pretty much have a long distance marriage. Yes. You know, my wife is a truck driver who is on the way back from Utah. Should be here this morning. Uh, but your husband, Reggie, um, is a sports anchor in Minneapolis, and you two have been flying, got some good frequent flyer miles because it's Indianapolis, Minneapolis, Indianapolis, Minneapolis, with you two going to see each other, and I'm just so excited that you two will be in the same place now. Thank you. It's such a blessing. You know what? It's This chapter of our lives have, has been so intentional. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Indy came up. Really, we didn't plan for Indy. I came here visiting a friend mm-hmm. um, because she said that she was pregnant. It was the middle of the pandemic. We were in Cincinnati at the time. I was like, okay, let me go and check on her. We had our first wedding, you know, our first marriage anniversary. And it's just so funny how, like, God will just kind of put you in places and spaces of where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, my time at Wish has been amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I've been afforded opportunities and the privilege to serve this community in a way that I just love. So I hate that I got to go. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, Reggie and I were very intentional. Like I got promoted the same, literally Mm -hmm. almost like days apart, you know, from him getting this amazing opportunity to be the first black sports director at CARE 11 Mm -hmm. in Minneapolis. And we studied that station in school, Mm -hmm. you know, I went Mm -hmm. to university of Missouri and I was like, okay, we prayed about it. We're like, look, we're going to do this thing. That's mm-hmm. why they make airplanes. Mm-hmm. And more than 300 flights later. Really? <laughs> we are finally closing the gap. But, you know, I love Indy. This has been intentionally Indy in this season of my life. Mm-hmm. So very, very thankful. And we'll always love Indy. You know, I got a lot of family here. You do. So, you know, and being out at the Circle City Classic uh, yesterday, it was the perfect last weekend to mm-hmm. have in Indianapolis because, you know, it's like a family reunion. Mm-hmm. I had a ton of people up from Cincinnati that I like ran, ran into. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family from Chicago, you all know I'm from the Chicago area, came down. Uh, it just it felt like gumbo on the best day, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Um, you know, before I start asking questions, you know, you <laughs> came here and you took a show that was new on Wish TV and you grew it into this well-known four o'clock show, um, which I think has helped make the four o'clock hour looked desirable. You know, at Fox, we have a four o'clock show. Mm-hmm. Now our friends across the street from us here at Channel 13 have a four o'clock show. Everybody jumping on the four o'clock, four o'clock now. And that's because you've been doing the doggone <laughs> thing. I think people have, have seen the, okay, wait a minute, folks is watching it at four o'clock and it seems to have been successful for, for lots of people. So just wanted to recognize that. But then you came in here just to do that, but then you were promoted to main anchor. You mentioned being promoted um, a few minutes ago. And that, too, is a huge deal. Oh, my gosh. It You know, you know this, being in this business, this is a grind. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you have to really work and work and work and be in some very undesirable situations. Yeah, yeah. And just, you know, pray and hope for the best. And, you know, I've been covered at every, you know, direction. My first day of college was also my first day at my first station. Mm-hmm. I literally was working at, like, three different media affiliates all throughout college. Mm-hmm. You know, go to Little Rock, Arkansas, that was a bit of a culture shock, but honestly met the best people. If you had been at my wedding, one-third was literally from Little Rock because Mm -hmm. that is the type of community that, you know, I had the privilege to be in. Then you fast-forward to Cincinnati, and it was crazy because I'm not from Ohio, Mm -hmm. but Cincinnati started to feel like another home. Um, And so what you find is 
you put yourself out there, you serve. You know me. Like mm-hmm. I feel like everybody needs to serve first to really get guided to where they can best, you know, not only fit but thrive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, I mean, it, we come a long way from lugging on my own uh, gear mm-hmm. all over Central Missouri uh, to have the privilege to sit on the evening desk mm-hmm. at Wish and to get to have fun in the 4 o'clock. I love that you brought that up. One, because I think everybody can eat. I mean, that's mm-hmm. my thing. Mm-hmm. I, we all do something different. Um, and you know that mm-hmm. I my my saying growing up is I ain't no hater cuz like, you know, <laughs> that's how it's always been. But I, what I love about what we get to do is that I get to highlight the best of indie every day. Mm-hmm. I'm like us, like really us, like people that we love and care about that live right next to us. People who have dope things that most people wouldn't know about. Like I get to do that mm-hmm. every day. That's amazing to me, especially when it comes to our minority owned and black owned businesses, experts you know, we should be seen. Mm -hmm. And it's never questioned. I think that's something that I don't take for granted working where I work. You know, this has probably been the first time that I've worked at a place that has truly embraced Mm -hmm. my background and who I am and Mm -hmm. how I do what I do. And it's not too extra for them or it's not too, quote unquote, uh, comfortable Mm -hmm. where they're comfortable is my authentic. Mm -hmm. Because you know me, like Mm -hmm. the same you, me that you see on air is the same me that you will see in aisle seven Mm -hmm. at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Like it's, too hard to be two different people, you know? Alexis Rogers from Wish TV is in our studio this morning. Uh, she is leaving us here in Indy to go on, on the next chapter in her career. You're going to be the Community Affairs Director, Anchor? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'll be an anchor at CARE 11. Mm-hmm. I'm about to be a, a whole co-worker of my husband's uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> in the Twin Cities. And I also will be their Community Relations Manager. So doing a lot of the things that I do right now, but connecting all the different departments to do that in an authentic way. So, um, and one of the things, of course, that, you know, Wish has launched, um, helped launch you and, and your former uh, co-anchor Randall oh on my to his next chapter. And, you know, he's made some big news this week, him and Troy Absolutely. getting engaged. Yes. Uh, he called me beforehand, mm-hmm. you know, because people always ask, are you and Randall really that close? Like, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. That is like my brother from another mother. Mm-hmm. Like we, our, his dad and my cousin were high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. We didn't know this mm-hmm. until... I came to Indianapolis. So, yes, he's doing fantastically. That's the thing. When you're in the spaces that you should be in, mm-hmm. you're going to be blessed. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just it. You know, whether it's here or there, as long as you're just spreading light wherever you are, it's going to be good. So I I already told him he can't get rid of me. Like, we we rock together for real. Well, and Troy, his fiance and my wife are, are tight. Yes. Super tight. So she already, she already said you're going to be in the wedding and all this stuff. <laughs> I love so, it. So just so, I'm just so happy to see you guys uh, go on to to do fantastic things, leaving us behind here in Indy. So sad. But this won't be your last time here in Indy because of your organization, your nonprofit, Lisa's Girls. Tell us what is Lisa's Girls, and first, who is Lisa? You know, Lisa is one of my favorite people that ever graced this earth. It's my mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lost her about five days after I turned 19, and you know, it's something special when you get a chance to be in the presence of someone that is just truly a gosh just a light Mm -hmm. like you know it was so interesting my mom was not the loudest person in the room she was probably if not the most genuine Mm -hmm. (laughs) one of the most genuine people that you would ever meet um and was very intentional I guess that's my word today Mm -hmm. intentional about uplifting us 
uplifting girls and women that look like us. Mm-hmm. And so this Lisa's Girls is a life skills and intergenerational life skills and leadership community for BIPOC girls and women mm-hmm. because we're thriving in amazing ways, mm-hmm. but we're having to overcome a lot of different obstacles that some of our counterparts just don't have to face. Mm-hmm. And it starts at a very young age. And so what we found was it's great. We're seeing more women of color as our leading population of entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. as our leading C-suite executives, as some of the most effective administrators in many different industries. But it's hard for us to sustain it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these communities and a lot of these environments are not meant for us to be sustained mm-hmm. at the level in which we are performing in there and in our personal lives. Mm-hmm. And so Lisa's Girls is a community to give not only support to that, but tools and resources um, to help mobilize all the things that girls and women need, especially BIPOC girls and women, to reshape what leadership looks like, create intergenerational change towards empowering culturally diverse spaces. That's who we are. 317-239-1009, 317-239-1009. We're here with my friend and Wish TV's Alexis Rogers, who is going on to the next chapter in her career, but she is uh, launching her nonprofit today, right? Today. Today is the day. It's launch day. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Uh, Indy is our new home, and it will be our home for a very long time, and we're really excited about it. Who can get involved with Lisa's Girls? Who can be a Lisa's Girl? I, you know, you know. this is what I love. I know that people hear the name girls in mm-hmm. the title, and they think that it's always the youth, which we love the youth. Mm-hmm. We start at 10 years old, but we actually go past the age of 47 mm-hmm. because we want to be with you the whole step of the way. Mm-hmm. So any BIPOC, and some people are like, okay, you know, what is BIPOC? Black, indigenous, people of color. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we used to always just say girls and women mm-hmm. of color mm-hmm. um, can join. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is we're actually an online community that will be based here in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. So you can be from anywhere because what was happening, Cam, was I've actually been teaching this curriculum for about 15 years. And it started as my Girl Scout Gold Award. Okay. And so it's grown as I've grown because before it was it was always a leadership tool for girls, but... I realized my sisters and I are five and nine years apart, so we got different generations going on. And I realized that, especially after my mom passed, I was a high-functioning young woman. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, not to toot my own horn, but, you know, I, like, I achieved and succeeded a lot. I worked very, very hard. But I had all these things in the background that I still needed help with. But unfortunately, especially with our girls of color, we're looked at as, oh, they got it. Or, oh, you know... But, I mean, they're the president of this or they're leading that. So, like, they're fine. So is it in, like, and for you, was it that because people saw you, oh, she's the president of the Cincinnati Association of Black Journalists, she's an anchor on WLWT, like, she's got it together, when really those were the things that, for whatever reason, came to you or were instilled in you already, but what you didn't have were the things that you didn't see Behind the scenes, what what were some of those things? Because you're pro- you're probably speaking to some some to a lot of people right now. Absolutely, you know, it started when I was in college, right? I mean, like I said, I was a very uh, high level performing student in person. I had a ton of jobs, I led a ton of things, and mm-hmm. we were very successful. But especially not having my mom to talk to every day. I mean, mm-hmm. we were very very close. You know, I'm thankful I have two parents that just were amazing parents my dad actually just touched down from houston uh, okay. yesterday so he's really excited about being here hi dad hey big mike every all my viewers know big mike okay mm-hmm. he texts me all throughout my show mm-hmm. all right uh but you know there were things that like 
you know, whether it be how to cook or personal hygiene or mental health, you know, like we're so used to God bless our, our grandmas and our mamas and our aunties that keep us prayed up. But, Mm -hmm. you know, that was my mom. And so not having that sense of validation, not having, you know, that person be like, Hey, okay, so you're about to start your job. All right. This is how you're going to have to negotiate for yourself because going in to this as a young black woman, they're going to try this. Mm -hmm. So you try this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, my dad was really good about that, but there's still, there is an importance of having both perspectives. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, for most people, I know everybody got different family dynamics, but for mother figures, and I will say mother figures because I know everybody's family looks a little different. Mm -hmm. Look, for your mother figures that don't play about you, that's a different kind of covering, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And, And so many people looked at me as older than I was or more accomplished, than I was in the in the background. I was still growing. I was mm-hmm. still honestly at nineteen. We think we're grown, mm-hmm. but like I was still a kid. Mm-hmm. But I was handling grown up situations, mm-hmm. and I needed the grace and space to grow and to be guided. And I just wasn't, you know. And so I had to find out a lot on my own. But I always say this: Black women, with a capital B, saved my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have some, especially two or three in particular in my life that made me their business because they saw. They were like, Alexis, look, I, I see like. You're drowning in this area and you're flying in this area. Well, we need to get it so that you have all methods of transportation. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I realized as I was talking to more girls and women of color, this was very common, whether they had both parents or not. Like we, they needed a community that wasn't contingent on what you had access to. And that's why we made this an online community because we wanted to take down that access barrier. And my girls that I used to teach in Arkansas should know my girls and women that I taught in Ohio and here in Indiana. Like, it all, we all got to collab. Mm-hmm. 317-239-1009, 317-239-1009. If you got a question about Lisa's girls, how to get involved, who should get involved, call us. And if you want to give your flowers to Alexis on her way out of Indianapolis, call us. We've got time. 317-239-1009. Alexis, for somebody who is listening and maybe they are 25, mm-hmm. um, what, what can... Lisa's girls, what can you say to let them know, hey, this is for you too? Oh, absolutely. Matter of fact, it's so funny. So today is is a free registration for Defining You, and I know we'll get to that in a second. But our 25 to 47 range is actually our most populated membership base. Okay. So, you know, not only— Say that age again? 25 to 47. Okay. That's our our most—that's what sold out the first. Okay. And we had to actually add spots because we didn't want to turn anybody away. Um, And I think that's— I love that because, you know, I'm in that age range and I think there's a lot of commonality in that. But anything you can think of, you know. 317-239-1009, a chance to talk with Alexis Rogers right here live on Open Lines. Good morning. Who's this? This is Robert Stu- Robert from Indianapolis. Hi, Robert. Good morning. Good morning, sir. I'm in a unique position in okay. that uh, I, I was in the Army for a long time. I've been actually here since 1979, and uh, I went to the service. I drove a truck, so I know more national news than local news. But I'm interested in this young lady. I want her to continue on. I want to encourage her, and I'm going to ask her and you to come back on, like, her first, second, and third, and fourth, and fifth year anniversary because my son is also in the Army, and he's going to come back and start something, a business on his own. So I want, I'm want i interested in how she's doing her thing, and I'm interested in those anniversaries 
to encourage my son, who's going to start something for young people as well, and also to encourage myself to get more involved in local politics. All right. Well, Robert, you stay tuned. We're going to talk local politics here in just a moment. And Robert, thank you for the call. See, Alexis, you already got people who are watching. They want to know because they know you're going to be successful. They want to know how you do it because he says he's got a son who's going to do something similar. I love this. You know, resources, resources, resources. So a lot of what to your your earlier question of what can people who are 25 get from our community? What can people 47 get from our community? Um, it's resources. It's it's well vetted tools and resources. So we have a 12 lesson curriculum that is eight. We call them age classes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's based on your age class. So what we teach you at 10 about finances is much different than at 25. Mm -hmm. The resources that we give you is Mm -hmm. much different. Right. Mm -hmm. And so but we want to get you ahead because what we're seeing is successful people have amazing circles Mm -hmm. that push them forward in ways that they can't push themselves. Well, that's what we want to do. And so we took we've taken the last year to revamp our 12 lesson curriculum to partner with local organizations and partners that are experts in these things. Mm -hmm. So that way, after you are done with our curriculum and you go into our mentorship program, you know, you have a tangible resource and tool that can help you further Mm -hmm. yourself in that particular area. You know, and that and that's what we do. And I would tell that that gentleman, it's all about working together as a community because we want to be a toolbox. We don't want to be, you know, I want you to work with a seat at the table, Mm -hmm. awesome organization. Mm -hmm. I want you to work with any women in tech. Like I want you to work with those people because we're going to work with them too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like also that you are going to work with these other organizations. I was talking to somebody about another community thing, totally different, but he was like, man, it would just be so great if everybody would come together and we could pull our resources. But as I'm sure you know, not everybody wants to work together. Listen, that's the thing. And even maneuvering that, you know, think about it, especially when you go through this world as a person of color. You know, to me, whenever I see somebody who looks like me, I'm always like, hey, like even Mm -hmm. if we don't really know each other, Mm -hmm. I feel a familial like, hey, Mm -hmm. you know, what can I do to help you? But then it's very disappointing when you go at someone like that or approach someone like that and you get met back with, uh, we don't know each other like that mm-hmm. or like, we not there, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I get it. I, there's a, a large part of our community that is guarded mm-hmm. for many, many reasons. And I don't want to downplay those reasons, but you're right. I mean, it's why can't we be free and just work together for common goals? Mm-hmm. Because we got a lot of them mm-hmm. and we gonna need an army and we much, you know, uh, stronger together. I just got a text that says, please tell Alexis. This is from Christian Little Strickland. Over oh, I love Christian. Madam Walker. She says, please tell Alexis that while Indy and specifically the Madam Walker Legacy Center will miss her dearly, we are so proud of her. Continue to let God guide her steps. She is on her way. Oh, my goodness. Y'all going to make me cry this morning. I I love Christian, the entire Madam Walker team. You talk about you all, do you understand how much of a gym we have in the middle of our mm-hmm, city? Mm-hmm. I mean, I live in Madam Walker's old neighborhood. That was on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's, we just have so many amazing people doing amazing things, especially at the Walker. Mm-hmm. You know, and with Lisa's Girls, we have what we call our power words. And it's culture, inspire, empower, and impact. And that's our our recipe for leaving the, you know, the the space that we believe we need to leave in order to help leaders create other leaders. So, 
you know, they do that all day, and we're really excited to partner with the Walker. I've been talking their ear off, and they're like, look, they've never told me no. I believe they, it. They're like, look, what, what you need? Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurship? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. We got, okay, you need this? Fanta- you know, because that's what community is. You know, I think about it like, you remember back in the day, people used to just be on their front, you know, stoops mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, and there was a lot of um, strategizing that happened in those spaces. There was a lot of work that we now are, you know, benefiting from that happened in those conversations on those front porches Mm -hmm. in informal places, all just because people were like, Hey, I got you. And the Walker, especially that's exactly how we work together. And that's how I'm excited to work with other organizations too. We got you. So today is launch day for Lisa's girls. What can people listening do right now to get involved, to learn more? Oh my goodness. Well, if you have not registered yet, I mean, we have, like, very few spots Mm -hmm. open, but we do not want to turn you away. So go to lisasgirls.com right now. Go register. You can be as young as 10. You can be past the age of 47. And for all of my girl dads out there or prominent male Mm. figures in the lives of BIPOC girls and women, Mm -hmm. we have breakouts for you as Mm. well. My dad will be leading those. Um, He's so excited. He's been preparing. He's like, look, because you know. When we strong, y'all strong. And I'm mm-hmm. like, look, it's true. It's true. It takes an entire community to be serious about BIPOC girls and women because a lot of us are breadwinners in our homes. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are the nurturers of our homes. I mean, there's a lot that we bring to the table for our entire family and community. And so if everybody is worried about sustaining us, mm-hmm. we're going to be all right. Well, I want you to say that one more time, though, about dads. Listen, this is for you as well. Uh, girl dads, if you, uh, you know, there there are some additional resources because that is one. And whatever you just said, Alexis, the phones just went wild for. OK, hold on. Let's go to the phones because I think you just struck something. Uh, let me go to the phones real quick. 317-239-1009. Caller on line one. Who's this? Hi, this is Casey. Hi, Casey. I just wanted to find out if there was a way for me to reach Miss Lisa personally. Um, I have a, I have something brewing that I think we, I would love to collab with her, and I would love to get her input on um, what I've got going on. So I was wondering if there was a way for me to connect with her. Yes, Alexis. Yes. So um, thank you so much for even wanting to connect with us. So my mom has gone on to be with the Lord, but she left the three of us to to handle things. So I would love to connect with you. Matter of fact, my email is actually on our website at lisasgirls.com and it goes straight to my phone. So please, you know, connect with us so that way we can figure out what you got going on and how we can support you and how we can support our community. Absolutely. I work with an organization. Protecting our future, and we are um, working. We have four women, or four spaces in our home right now for women dealing with the justice system. Mm. And a lot of these women have spent a lot of time incarcerated and didn't learn just the what we would think is normal. Yeah. And so I want to be able to collab with you with our for our ladies. Um, super amazing um, group of women. Uh, formerly incarcerated women, um, helping to help other women coming home. And yes. so I just think that it would be a great collaboration to um, work with you. Give so her the website one more time, Alexis. I will be reaching Alexis. out to you very soon. Absolutely. It's lisasgirls.com. And before we let you go, I'm very proud of you for doing the work of reentry. It's something that's very 
near and dear to my heart um, because it's it's real. And that's one of the main things that we need to focus on is community support because it's hard to reenter. So thank you for what you do. I can't wait to connect with you. Oh, my gosh. It is more of a passion for me because I, too, am formerly incarcerated. And I just know what it was like there. And I know what it's like coming home trying to make it. So I just want to be there for them. And hopefully I can take part in the program as well. So thank you so much. Super excited to collab with you. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thank you so much for calling and listening. 317-239-1009. 317-239-1009. More calls on line two. Good morning. Who's this? This is Guy. Hey, you're live on the air. What's on your mind? Yeah. Just wanted to uh, give Alexis uh, her flowers. Definitely. I think that she's been a, a bright light in the city of Indianapolis. Done a lot of good. Uh, I, I contacted her uh, a while back, and I explained that I used to be uh, serve as a uh, minority advisor with, with Channel Six back when uh, the uh, people of color were very few and far between. And it gives me great pleasure to see what has happened in the years since. And you, Alexis, are a example of of someone that has done a great job in the media business. You ain't. You and uh, and uh, all of your uh, associates, and uh, so I just wanted to uh, wish you a lot of luck, and uh, hope you uh, continue to do what you've been doing, and don't forget Indianapolis. Oh, thank you so much. You're so sweet, and I can never forget about Indy, man. You guys are awesome. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for the call. Three one seven two three nine one zero zero nine. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Good morning. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? You know, great. This is uh, Virgie. And I am a resident of Indianapolis, Indiana. And I have uh, opened an entity. And my entity is six years old. Mm-hmm. I am interested in talking to Alexis because what she's doing um, is something that would help the children, the girls, and the guys of what I'm doing. Okay. I have a business, and it's called Punctual on Purpose Staffing. And when I sat and listened to this this morning, and with the way my mind is thinking and what I have done, is brought it from the ground uh, and now is ready to go. I would like to talk to Alexis because of the fact, even though you leave him, Ms. Alexis, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I would like to uh, collaborate with you on your on your team and see what you can do to help Punctual and they can do and see what Punctual can do to help them and probably bless someone. I'm ready to bless someone. Amen. So um, I would like to, um, I'm going to go on your website and I'm going to get with your email and, and give you mine. And, and I think this is about to be dynamite. God oh, is so good. God is so good. He's so good. God I, is so good. I love and what I, you got going on. 
I was wondering what would I do and how would he lead me? And I'm waiting on his word for him to move me, for him to move punctual. And it would not move. It would not go anywhere. I would not move and I would not go nowhere. Some kind of way this morning, God has made things move. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Hey, I'm excited Amen. to connect with you. Go to go to her website, lisasgirls.com. I got it. Thank, Thank you, you so God much. God bless you. God bless God you. Bless you. Oh, man. You. One so more, sweet. One more call. 317-239-1009. Caller on line one. Who's this? Hey, Cameron. How are you today? Good, Paul. How are you? Uh, well, greetings, Miss Alexis. Hi. I uh, I just wanted to, since I'm going to be the last caller on this, I just want, I, I'm excited about the family relationship. You've been here for a little over three years. And uh, you set a fine example of what can happen in a short period of time. I want to congratulate you on bringing uh, the family uh, more closer, um, getting involved with activities that are actually going to grow our community. And um, I'm just, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm sitting here listening to the show. I'm just excited about uh, us being more closer, us being more cordial, us being more helpful to each other. Yes. And the fact that you have a woman's program that includes men is even more family oriented. And I wanted to point out for the last thing uh, for you guys, I, I don't know if y'all was really, really listening, but y'all were talking about this God thing. And we are, um, are so powerful when we are together. So I want to leave this scripture, Psalms 82. I hope you guys get a chance to read it today because we are most powerful. And this show this morning is showing how spiritually powerful we really truly are once we come together. So I wanted to just personally thank you for, for not only just taking the time out, but being a part of the family. So thank you and tell your husband, I said, we appreciate the sacrifice. Glad you guys are getting back together. And again, thank you so much uh, for bringing the family environment um, and and not just, we just friends, we just doing this. I'm, I'm just wanting to say thank you for oh, that. Thank you so much. Thank that you, means Paul. everything. Wow. You guys have a great day today. You, you as well. Alexis, uh, lisasgirls.com. I mean, there's a lot of people who are listening and uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes when you when you do an interview, it's okay, that's cool. And then you say something that's like, wait a second, I could I could help or I know somebody who could use this program or and I I want you to come back, especially when it's time to talk about dads and girls. Yes, um, because that is um that this it's just that's just really unique and special um, to have that uh, that input from Big Mike. Oh man, uh, so he's, he's the best. My dad is everybody's favorite person, and I will say this: growing up in an all girls household with a single father, that's a different experience. Mm-hmm. And we've had to learn and grow together. That's a lot of what he'll talk about um, today, because it. <laughs> It's tough, Mm -hmm. but we got some amazing men in our communities that want to make a difference. Leaders help create other leaders. 
Alexis Rogers, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you, Cam. You have been a good friend. Uh, you got pulled people together. I mean, we were getting together for all the TV anchors in Indianapolis yes. getting together for, <laughs> for a one-year-old's birthday party. Yes. With a, uh, Randall and Troy or, you know, a, a party with you or wherever. And you're just one of those people that have brought so many people together with your spirit, your kindness. Um, I'm glad that I got to be a little bit part of that story. Oh, yeah. You know, you and I, we 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 gonna rock the long way. We uh, we, yeah, we went out to dinner the first time. We did we, when you got here, and my my part of the story will be when Reggie got that job. I took him to the airport. Listen, you did. I called you, and I was like, "Look, I can't tell you what's exactly happening, but we need your help because that's what community does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we do for friends. So yeah, that, that'd be my claim to fame. Yeah, they they went to Minneapolis. I got I gave him a ride to the airport. That's, that's where it started. I love it. I will say this before I let you go. You know, we are doing three things. I'm going to speak it into existence because I know with help we can do it. We have our curriculum. We want to fundraise to make sure that we can allow it to be free to everybody, and it takes resources. We also have a mentorship community, which is great. Everybody above the age of 15 gets a mentor and becomes a mentor. We guide you through it. And so, again, you know, we have to have the resources to have that online interface because it's not free Um, for everybody else. Mm -hmm. We want it to be free. And lastly, I want to be back here next year around this time because we want to have an annual conference called The Meetup here every single year where everybody who's a part of our community comes to Indianapolis, okay. sees how Naptown does it, and gets to connect with even more resources and more amazing BIPOC girls and women. So that's what we want to do. Any sponsors and donors and all those things that want to do that, hey, please, we could use the help. And you know that you can come back here at any time to let us know what's going on. We'll be certainly glad to have you back. Thank you. Alexis Rogers leaving us at Wish TV in Indianapolis, going to Minneapolis to be... What's the title? Anchor Community Relations Manager. At CARE 11, the legendary NBC station there in Minneapolis. All right, still to come here on Open Lines. I'm literally getting my pen and paper out because I need your questions for the mayoral debate, which will air live right here on Hot 100.9 and 106.7 WTLC in two weeks. What questions do you have for Mayor Joe Hogsett and Jefferson Shreve? We're literally compiling a list And those are the questions we're asking, but it starts with you calling me at 317-239-1009. Clearing the phone lines right now. They're open. You dial. It's going to ring. 317-239-1009. Your questions for the mayoral debate. Brandon, let's combine the break. Do one big one. We are back with more open lines in just minutes here on 106.7 WTLC and Hot 100.9. Sunday morning show. It's the show that brings you news about what's happening in Indy and around the world with Indy's newsman Cameron Riddle. It's the show where Indy comes to talk. It's open lines with Cameron Riddle. All right, 239 239-1009. I asked you to call. You called. Phone lines are hot as we get ready to take your questions on what you want me 
and Oshia Boyd to ask mayoral candidates Jefferson Shreve and, of course, incumbent Mayor Joe Hogsett. The debate is airing live right here on 106.7 WTLC, Hot 100.9, and AM 1310-951 in two weeks at 5 o'clock right here live. It's the first mayoral debate, and we are doing it with your questions. So from now until we go off the air, I need your questions. I'm literally going to hear me typing in the background so you don't have to give me the backstory on your question just literally give me the question and i'm gonna write it and i'm saying it that way so that i can get as many of these in because y'all are gonna say it and i got to try to keep up with writing it so phone lines are already full so we're gonna hit it that's all we're doing i need your questions i'm writing them down at 317-239-1009 what questions do you have for the mayor let's start on line one good morning who's this real quick gammon my question is go for it Will they, uh, will they start working on uh, the police officers that are killing people at traffic stops and different things? I want to know if they're going to change the rules of how police conduct themselves when it comes to traffic stops, et cetera, uh, because it seems like they just getting killed. They're, they're just a traffic stop. I, I just want to know if they're going to change the dynamics or, or whatever the policies they have to change to stop killing us. Would they That's start? My Thank you. I'm, I've got it. Uh, there's a couple of typos in it. Hold on. What is the rigging rules going to do? Yeah, you, you when... can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, no, I got it. I got it. Thank you, Paul. I'm going to get off. Okay. Okay. Thank you. 317-239-1009. Trying to talk and listen and write. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? All right. How you doing, brother? Captain, brother, what's up here? I like a question that asked both mayor candidates. Uh-huh. Of the... Uh, I think it's the Office of Public Safety or one of them that hands out the violence reduction grant. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that only required for nonprofits or can for-profits? Too? I have an LLC, which is for-profit, mm-hmm. and I have some young people we work with, and we would like or need some uh, funding to help do some things that we want to do. So is it just is that nonviolence prevention grant only for nonprofits? Or is it for for profits to LLCs? And the last of the moon is September 29th. People get young people out there. Last of the moon. Thanks, Cameron. All right. Thank you. Great question, too. 317 239 1009. When you hear somebody hang up, dial because that means the phone line just opened up. Great questions. That's a really good question. Office of Public Safety Violence Reduction. Can funding be directed to for profit, uh, let's say, organizations as well as non profit? 317-239-1009, 317-239-1009. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, you know, everybody's trying to benefit off of misfortune. All of it needs to stop right now. But in any case, here's a question, Cameron, to ask both mayoral candidates. Mm-hmm. Would they consider rescinding the uh, merger of IMPD mm. and the actual sheriff's department and consider uh, turning the uh, – appropriations from the council strictly over to the sheriff when they receive so that they can receive it and not let it go on the general fund. That's the problem. We, a long time under Sheriff Anderson, right? Mm-hmm. I'll give you a little bit of the back. Real quick, because I'm right. Not to, but here it is. Sheriff Anderson, everybody builds him up of being so great. What he done is, as he to that merger. Mm-hmm. I went to every hearing that they had at the city council on that, and they said, what's to prevent the next sheriff from uh, rescinding this? They can't do it without the city council and the mayor's signature, because uh, when you ran for the job, you knew what you were getting into. So, you know, 
uh, people are so tied up on running from police. And every time, Cameron, we have somebody come on talk about somebody murdered mm -hmm. when they rebel against uh, mm -hmm. the law of the land. Well, then that's when you tell somebody you can get shot by police and collect money. All that's right. what it all boils down to. So, you know, I'm tired, you know, of my business of being slandered by these people who are selling racism. Every time I see a client or something like that, that's in the back of my mind, you know, whether they're thinking that I've All got right, some other motive for that other than them, other than to do their job. So, you know, I get you. I get you. Cameron. It's all, all right. over the Internet and it's a shame. All right. But Thank you, sir. About the sheriff. I got That's you. I got you. I got you. Sheriff Thank you much, sir. And I let you talk because I went back while you were talking, went back and fixed all the typos that I made on questions one, two and three. Now it's clean. Clean page. 317-239-1009. Phone line still buzzing. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Yeah, hey, I was actually calling because this is one thing that I want to know. Mm -hmm. Which one are you mayors? Which one are you political people in charge are going to finally be intelligent enough to legalize marijuana in the state of Indiana? I mean, literally, I just moved here, back here from California, San Diego, California, and this it will uh, definitely decrease crime by so, so, so much. Instead of being worried about putting people in jail because they're selling weed, why don't you turn the tables on them and legalize it? Well, I thank you for the question. I wrote it in the way that I would ask it because the mayor, unfortunately, cannot change that law. The state does. So I'm writing the question. What would the mayor do to encourage the legalizing yeah. of marijuana in Indiana? Because he can't do it himself, but that works. he could at least... Say, hey, let's do this or let's not. But great question. Thank right. you so much. Thank you. All right, 317-239-1009. Make sure that's right. What would the mayor do to encourage the legalizing of marijuana in Indiana? Or not. 317-239-1009. 317-239-1009. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. My name's Charles. Charles, what's on your mind? I had a question, Cameron. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. If you could uh, pass on to Jefferson Shree, maybe he could preview for us how he's going to deal with that supermajority down there mm. to get gun laws changed in Indiana. How will you, uh, let's see, work with the Republican supermajority mm -hmm. to change these laws? To change laws. Got it. The gun laws. Yeah, I keep hearing him say he's going to repeal the concealed carry requirement for a no concealed carry permit. How's he going to do that? Maybe he could uh, give us a preview for how he's going to deal with other Republicans to get that law changed. And I'm going to put specifically, I mean, there's a couple you could go on, but I'm going to put uh, especially gun laws. Especially the gun law. And to echo your last caller, whatever pressure he can bring to bear with his peers to get this marijuana law changed. It's ridiculous. All right. Appreciate your call. 317-239-1009. 317-239-1009. Phone lines are open. Got another call coming in. 317-239-1009. Your question for the mayor, for Je for Jefferson Shreve, for Joe Hogsett, uh, in our debate that is airing live here on 106.7 WTLC, Hot 100.9. And AM 1310 95.1. It is going to be at 5 o'clock on uh, two Sundays from now. So after the Colts game, 
uh, October 8th. It'll be live here on the radio and streaming on the Indianapolis Recorder website. So you'll be able to see us as well. If you go to our Facebook pages, you can see us live in the studio. 317-239-1009. The questions I'm asking in the debate are the questions from you. So literally as you call, I'm right. I'm typing what you say. 317-239-1009. Because we're putting these all in a giant list to ask to the candidates. 317-239-1009. People are always like, why didn't you ask this? Why didn't you ask that? I can't think of everything. Call me. Give me your question. 317-239-1009. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? This is Robert. Robert, turn your radio down for me. Okay. What's your uh, question? Yeah. I had two questions. One was... Okay. Go for it. I know they're proud of the downtown development. Can you get more property values and more money coming into Indianapolis copper? Now, with that being said, for both of them, is can you add the uh, uh, money coming in to provide more services? I know the Republicans always talk about running it as a business. Democrats, not so much as so. But please add more services to Indianapolis. And, what, and real quick, what, 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 what are some of those services? Training for police. Uh, Mr. Tim Wise is available. Um, Bo Defense Column is available. So that's one. That's one of the callers before me asked about training for police. Um, uh, extra funding also is some of the grants that are available, and that goes with the business that you had before. Uh, another thing is these roads need to be resurfaced, retrained. That's job, uh, good paying job. For the, for, uh, the, the community as well, um, other services that they can also use is more mental health, a mental health facility gotcha. ran by the city. Gotcha. So I like I've, to even see that. So I've written it down as uh, being that business development is good in Indianapolis. How can you use that additional revenue to improve or add to city services? Got you. Yeah. Thank you so much for the call, sir. Did Thank you, you. Was that was that question one? Did you have a second one? Uh, that's basically it. Gotcha. And okay. I, I'm going to tell you right now. I was on the phone and I got. I'm pulled over by the police right now on Washington. Oh. But I'm not scared, even though I'm a black man. Okay. Well, I wish <laughs> I wish you luck, no matter what color you are, because I don't want to be pulled over by the police. Nobody enjoys that. All right. Well, yeah, I pulled it off of a speaker on my car phone, and that's how come I got pulled over. I had it in, in my hand. Okay. Be careful. All right. I will. All right. 317-239-1009. Yeah, technically, Indiana law says it should be hands-free. So put in an AirPod or put in a put in one AirPod. Don't drive with two. That drives me crazy when people put in both things because you can't hear anything that's coming. It's stupid. Uh, put on a speakerphone. Mount something. Bless. Don't be driving with the phone in your hand. 317-239-1009. Uh, but still call the show and listen to the radio. Caller online one. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. What's your question? Um, I want to know. Okay, I don't know exactly how to word it. God help me. So, what are they like? What are the mayoral candidates going to do about this housing situation? Like, are like are they or can they put in certain regulations? And are you help? saying, as in, the prices are too high, or there's not enough places to live? Both. Okay. And then, for example, okay, so I have received Section 8, a Section 8 voucher back in March, and mm -hmm. basically I'm about to be homeless because I haven't been able to find nowhere to get accepted. Like, 
these places, they say they accept low-income and housing vouchers, but then, like, say the house is, for example, is 1500 Even though you're a low-income, they'll still say that they require you to make three or three-and-a-half times the rent. Mm-hmm. They want credit scores to be 600 You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Most, not saying it like that, but most of the time, the people that's low-income, they won't have right, right. great credit and stuff like that. So I don't know exactly how, you know, I'm nope, asking I got you. I got you. Like, what regulations will they put in for these landlords like if they're going to say that they're going to accept low income they can't hold us to the same standards that they would if somebody making that you know they actually does make right no i got you i got you i wrote down what can you do to address the high rent prices and lack of housing for low income residents and of course we can add to this when we have our meetings and whatnot we'll flush it out i got what you're trying to say thank you so much okay thank you all right last question because we got to get off the air for brandon and al caller on line two who's this yeah this is sharon sharon what's your question good morning yeah, it's not a question. Yeah, a lot of people calling in about legalized uh, marijuana. Mm-hmm. We, we, if you're gonna legalize it, then there should be some standard of how the amount in which you can to where they can distinguish who's selling and who's actually using it for medicinal purposes. Mm-hmm. But it, it's I've, I'm originally from Chicago. I live in Indy for the past three years now. It has done nothing, absolutely nothing for our people. The only thing they're gonna do is continue to uh, bathe and like drugs, alcohol, we we got enough of that. So no legalizing marijuana. If there's not a specific limitation on the amount to distinguish what's from what, you know how it was in the crack pandemic when they had um, people who were snorting dope. Well, I'll just uh, say this for the form versus crack. I'll just say cooked. this for the for the sake of time. Uh, in states where it is legal for medicinal uses and recreational uses uh there is no limit but you cannot operate a vehicle and all that which i feel like is kind of what you're getting into uh high you can't do that yeah yeah you need some form of um enforcement with respect to that so if we do say hey let's legalize marijuana there should be some strict um you know certain things that they should be able to distinguish on how they're going to do that because I think it's only going to complicate things. All right. Um, even with that, the black market still won't, because uh, people still sell marijuana in Chicago. It's legalized. They're still, it's still a black market. So what are we talking about here? Well, I'll just, I got to go. But while there may be still on the black market, there are a lot of companies that are making millions of dollars off of marijuana when there are people who yeah. are in jail for it. I, so I we totally got to do something. That. We got to go. Totally the music is playing. That. We can have a whole show about marijuana. And maybe sometime we will because politics, right? All right. More coming up here on Open Lines next Sunday live at 8. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle. I will see you tomorrow morning live starting at 5 a.m. on CBS 4 and at 4 a.m. on Fox 59. Happy birthday, Dad, Lauren, and Lindsay. We'll see y'all.